When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So what do you think I should do with the Durant stuff on Twitter? Um, I think it's kind of like kind-hearted, but like given his situation right now. It's kind-hearted. So here's the, when I say what do you think I should do with it? Because this last time, some random person had tweeted him about me. It's not like I had said anything about him or mentioned him or anything. The question is, because it's Kevin Durant, should I acknowledge it and respond to it every time? Or should I ignore it? I feel like an obligation. To reply. To reply. Because it's Kevin Durant. But, you know, I Well, I mean, the guy thinks he's a god, so he probably thinks you are going to reply to him. So I just treat him like a regular fan and just be like, you know. This is something maybe we can get into. If people didn't see it, the the tweets were... He said, anyone do my job. Said I was trash. He said I make millions of dollars, so that part was nice. (laughs) Um, And he called me everything except for the name I go by, which is Nick. Welcome in. It is episode 18 of What's Right with Nick Wright, the podcast and the YouTube show. Like, rate, subscribe, review. And we are continuing every Sunday our countdown of the 50 greatest players of the last 50 years. We have individual videos for those full episodes. If you want a deep dive on Bob McAdoo, I am your guy. But also, (laughs) we will get into the top 25. Where do we have James Harden versus John Stockton? Where does... Kevin Garnett stack up, Chris Paul, how high can he climb? All that coming out in future episodes. But before we get into today's show, we must discuss what we are not discussing. It's just our little method to get into the show. So what's not on today's show? The NFL schedule release is not on today's show because it comes out Thursday night and we are recording Wednesday afternoon. Tom Brady, potentially coming for your seat, Demonze. Tom Brady, going to walk out of the NFL and walk right into the number one chair at Fox, which is unbelievable for the company, and club superstar drama. So we're not talking about that, except we are going to talk about it for just a moment. Here's the deal. On First Things First, we came out with club superstar. It's an amazing piece of art done by Jack Perkins on Twitter. You can follow him at Pure Hoop. The idea is that too many people say this guy's superstar, that guy's superstar. And I said, it's like a great nightclub. One in, one out, 12 people max. We debuted it the other day on First Things First. And then that charlatan, Amin El Hassan, who is just riding Dan Levitard's coattails to glory, fame, and fortune, said, I stole this idea from him and Zach Harper from their, you know, moderately successful, barely listened to Sirius XM radio show. 
For me to steal the idea, I'd have to be aware of the idea. And their idea was not a club superstar. It was an MVP bar. It doesn't even have a one-in-one-out policy. Just nonsense. I am not above stealing things from other media members. I've stolen many things from the Church of Laszlo, a radio show in Kansas City that nobody outside of Kansas City really now it's on a few cities, but a lot, a lot of sports fans don't know about. I steal things from them all the time, and I admit to it. And I even stole from Levitard's show once. I stole the, the whole, the thing I do at the end of shows where I complain about technological advancements that have made things worse, that's just Greg Cody's back in my day. He's been doing that for years. Self-awareness is great. Yeah, so <laughs> I will steal, but I will admit that I have stolen. Jacoby from Jalen and Jacoby of ESPN. He, he, I didn't realize it was him at first, but he called the Nets an NFT, like not a real tangible thing. I said that on Bomani's show, but I said it wasn't my idea. I said someone else said this. I couldn't remember as Jacoby. So I will steal, but I will admit I stole. I didn't take a means, a means you know, club MVP or bar MVP. That's silly. Club superstar, on the other hand, one in, one out policy with a specially commissioned multi-thousand dollar piece of art that I paid for out of my own pocket. It Box reimbursed me for it. It's a beautiful piece of art. Piece of art. Yeah. It's beautiful. People should check it out. Okay. Demonze, you ready for today's show? I'm a little itchy today, man. My ear itches. I don't know. I feel like I'm an allergic reaction. I'm not sure what's going on. We'll power through it because we have a lot to do today. What are we leading with today? Okay, so Katie came at you on Twitter again, again. with a series of tweets. I've got a comment and then a question. Okay. Uh, he says that anybody could do your job. Aren't I living proof of that? All right, before you ask your question, let's find out real quick. Okay, let's right? do it. Give me 45 seconds right now. On Suns Mavs from last night. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so no, yeah, so nobody, anybody can't do my job. I'm a professional takesman. The idea that does anybody? A professional can, takesman. Did you yeah. just make that up? Yeah, I did. You know, okay. you know how you can come up with good turns of phrase like that on the fly if you're a professional <laughs> wordsmith, a takesman, someone who, takesman. who, who someone who consumes sports. <laughs> And immediately is thinking, how can I make I'll this compelling? I'll give you a few seconds on Suns Mavericks. Yeah. Mavericks got freaking blown out. Uh, uh -huh. Luka Doncic had a you know decent game. Uh huh. Uh, what else? Oh uh, yeah. The, the Chris, what's what's his? I don't know his first name. Uh huh. But Chris, the little Marcus Chris, the little yeah. floppy thing into the other locker room. That okay, was that's very, great. Uh, so so th that that's, was great footage. All right, that's what we would call <laughs> a recap of things everyone already knew. That is not exactly going to cause a ratings bonanza. That is not going to cause people to tune in. So the idea that everyone can do my job, false. People think they could do my job, but they can't. If they could, uh, more people would do it. I'm not, I don't have this job because I'm good looking. I don't have this job because I have this amazing voice. It's because the takes are so sharp and insightful and occasionally I have a little inside information. So can are there more people in the world who can do what I do than can do what Kevin Durant does? Yes, of course. Can anyone do my job? No, of course not. But you said you had a comment and a question. I didn't even let you get to the question. Yeah. Go ahead and do the question. Narcissism. So, uh, Narcissism, wow. So the question is, why do you think Katie is singling you out like that on Twitter? Okay. So this is my question. And this is what I can't figure out. Does Katie hate me or really like me? See, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't think that he's... Uh, I think it it is like mean fun or f like frenemies. Exactly, like I, friendly, friendly. Because here's the thing: if people didn't see this exchange, someone I didn't tweet to him. Someone tweeted to Durant. Did you see Nick Wright's Club Superstar segment? 
he had a funny line about Kyrie. Right. And Durant responded and said, I didn't see it, but I'm sure it was trash. Anyone can do Nikki's job. And he calls me Nikki. Right. He then says, someone's like, hey, don't be mean to Nick. And he says he makes millions of dollars. Thanks, Katie. Appreciate that. Uh, and uh, so he's subject for criticism. That's how this works, right? And I did respond to that. I said, that is actually exactly how this works. You are correct, Kevin Durant. I am in the public eye. I have a big boy job with big compensation that I have decided to put myself out there. Anything someone wants to say about my job performance and even minor personal shots are fair. Right. And I think Kevin Durant thought he was like checkmating. It's like checkmating me. Like, oh, you don't like when it happens to you, but isn't that what they say about me? Right. Like I make millions of dollars. I should be able he, to. Yeah, he expected you, you to take a Kyrie standpoint of it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you are subject to criticism. Like that is what goes with the territory. And so I don't, I, I am a big believer that I've never been, I have been mean at times to Durant, but I've never been out of bounds. I've never been unfair. I didn't participate when people were making fun of uh, the his ankles. Remember that? <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was out of bounds. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit this one out, fellas. I feel like A, that's not necessarily a white person conversation. And B, I'm not, I'm not participating in that. So I don't think I've ever really gone uh, uh, overboard and I don't think he's gone overboard with me and then but here's no. the other thing when I say I don't know for friends or enemies because I t then tweeted at least I had you in club superstar Kevin I put at least I had you in club superstar Kevin I don't think people really call him Kevin they call him K or KD right and that's why he wrote thank, thank you Nicholas and did the handshake emoji right. so I you know what we had Lil Wayne on this show it was a great time we don't really do guests on this show I was thinking about trying to get T.I. on the show because I had him in my top five, and I don't think a lot of people do. All right. I want to get Durant on. That'd I be think Durant and I sitting down, I don't think it would be all lovey-dovey, but I think, I think there is a mutual respect along with a bit of dislike that I think could be compelling. So that's the new goal. Go, uh, Gabe, the, who's the, you know, the, the Grand Poobah at Blue Duck Media, go ahead and make that happen if you would, please. By the way, I, I'm going to hit the clock today. I asked for a 12-minute clock. They, for some reason, told me that's not in our budget. I, 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 so we're going to figure out how to get a 12-minute clock for next episode. But I'm going to hit the clock today. We already went a little long in the first topic. We got five minutes left for the rest of the segment. What's next, Amaze? Last night was pretty scary to watch for you what? in the Mavs. Oh, the, the Mavs. Mavs oh, what do we need? You already recapped it so the, beautifully. The, Why do we even need to talk about it? <laughs> The seventeen oh the seventeen oh run what yeah the seventeen oh run was super hard to watch sitting next to you yeah I was, was uh, actually got really scared to record some content for the show did you record any content I, I didn't thank I you I was afraid you'd kick me out of the house yeah uh -huh. um yeah so you're obviously not too stoked about it and you say that it's you probably say it's going to go to game seven at this point but you know the maps have been getting destroyed in Phoenix and that's yeah. where game seven would be yep. So why can they win game seven? Exactly. Here's why they can win game seven. They're going to win game six. I, I believe they're going to win back in Dallas. And then it's game seven. And then all the pressure in the world is not on Dallas. It's on Phoenix. For Chris Paul, this is last real shot at a title. Yeah. Devin Booker, and I don't know if we're going to get to it, but doing a whole lot of shit talking that I think is going to be that. Didn't age well last time. Didn't, didn't age well last time. Luka won the next two. And I think the Mavs are the best player in the series. Best player in the series, have it come down to one game. It's no problem. Here's the thing the Mavs must understand before we move on. 
They must understand if you're going to beat the Suns, you cannot beat them if you don't have a lead after three quarters. The Suns are 53-0 and when leading after the third quarter. So you have to treat it like a three-quarter game. You must be winning after the third quarter and then find a way to finish it off because not a single team all year long has been trailing the Suns by even one point headed into the fourth and won the game. That's a crazy stat. It's right a there. crazy stat. The, old, the best teams in NBA history when leading after three quarters, the 96 Bulls, the 72-win Bulls, were 60-something and one when leading after three quarters, playoffs included. The 2018 Cavs were 54 or 55 and one. That was LeBron with no teammates, really, at the apex of his powers. The 2020 Lakers are, were 57 and 0, another LeBron team. They never lost a single game all year when leading after three quarters. And the Suns right now are 53 and 0. Are we going to do the Devin Booker thing? Yeah. So did you see Devin Booker talking crap to you, guy, Luca? I did. And if people didn't see it, this is where I'm saying he might, this, he's going to have a little extra pressure on him. I think we can run some of the footage. So Devin Booker got fouled in the third quarter and flopped. First of all, they called this a flagrant foul. And the, but you see, he flopped like a fish on the ground. And then he's laying on the ground. He's smiling. He's acting like he got hurt, which is smart, I guess, because it led to a flagrant foul. But then he says to the crowd, I'm pulling a Luca. I'm doing the Luca. Oh, that's what he said? That's what he said to the crowd, saying, like, exaggerating injury. Oh, that is not what, wow. listen, Luca has some things I understand people not liking. He whines incessantly. He is a trash talker. He's, he sometimes looks uh, uninterested in defense. Those are fair criticisms. He doesn't flop, though. He absolutely does not flop, yeah. and he does not pretend to get hurt. Right. It's a lie. And so the point I'm making about the pressure being on the Suns is this. If Dallas, he called it the Lucas special is what he called it. If Dallas wins game six, which I believe they will, now all of a sudden Chris Paul has massive pressure on him because it's probably the last chance to win a title. And Devin Booker's got to know. You pull that and then lose two in a row to a four seed, that's going to follow you for a while. So I, I still like Dallas's chances. All right, what's next? Miami absolutely blitzed the Sixers. Yeah. Harden isn't showing up, and Embiid yeah. is looking kind of gassed. Yeah. Uh, no team has won on the road yet, and four of the five games have been double-digit wins. Yep. Is home court advantage really a big deal? It's, I mean, listen, Suns and Sixers heat. The home team's 10-0 in those series. Yeah. So that seems to be you know relevant thus far. In the other two series, not so important. Here's what I think right now. I think that, because it's not like Miami's got a great crowd. I think Philly, they, they don't have the emotional maturity as a team to where they can, I think they need the energy from their home fans. It's less about it, like Miami being such a tough place to play and more about Philly needing the energy from their home crowd. Also, it should be noted, games one and two in Miami, Embiid didn't play. Right. I also thought the Embiid argument that he was pouting about MVP, not winning MVP, it was, was nonsense. Hey, the guy's got a broken face <laughs> and had a concussion. This was not about not winning MVP. This was about he's playing injured, and Harden didn't show up. This was bad loss, obviously, for the Sixers. I believe they'll win game six, and then we'll see if they can win a game seven in Miami. We don't have a lot of history that leads you to believe they can, but if, B, if Embiid is, looks healthier, they still have no answer for Embiid, so I'm not writing off the Sixers yet. I said I was going to hit the clock. The clock just run out, ran out, but we have one topic left. So in order to hit the clock, 
We're going to do that topic next segment. Golden State Memphis after the break. What's right with Nick Wright? Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back in. What's right with Nick Wright podcast and YouTube show. Like, rate, subscribe, review if you would. The Lil Wayne interview, Demonze, did numbers for our YouTube page. I should. I, it, the, I saw Skip on his podcast. He's got a plaque from YouTube for getting to 100,000 subscribers. They sent him an actual plaque. Okay. We're we're just shy of like 40,000. Okay. I would really, really like it if we could somehow get to 100,000, which is a big number before football season. Maybe we could shoot even higher than that. But if you're listening to this, if you ever watch anything on YouTube, subscribe there. If you're watching us on YouTube, hopefully you're already subscribed. If not, subscribe now. We would greatly appreciate it. And I, my commitment to you is I will try to do better. We, we, if you're watching us, one of the visual mechanisms is this clock which has been mostly useless because I never hit it. Starting next week, we're doing 12-minute segments. And once that happens, every time, this is what we're going to do. Every time I don't hit the clock, I'm going to have to pay a financial penalty. I'm going to have to pay you. This is going to charity? Oh, it's going to, to me. I'm going to pay you. Almost well, then you might work against me. You might try to then try to add stuff. Be like, oh, what about this? What about that? All right, you know what? Charity is a better idea. Kind of screwed yourself there, buddy. I'm going to give a financial penalty would to be determined. It will be on a, a dollar per multiple dollars per minute basis. Give it to the producers. <laughs> yeah, for doing such a great job. Wow. Look at Demonze finally learning who the real power is on this show. <laughs> who to kiss up to. Wow. Give it to the producers. That's, right. There's a thought. You're also implying that, you know, our fearless leader, Gabe Goodwin's not paying his people well enough. All right, let's go. Oh what are we gosh. starting with? Oh, I know what we're starting with because I didn't get to it last segment because I screwed up the clock again. Golden State Memphis, what are we doing? It's possible by the time that people see and hear this, Golden State will have advanced by past Memphis. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, you know, they're still not playing well, and they've gotten super lucky with playing the Nuggets yeah. and injuries. Yeah. But, you know, let's talk about Ja. Do you think that it's possible that even when he is back to 100% that he'll just keep progressing and be even better? Or what's going on? So I'm worried about Ja. So, again, this game is tonight, and we're recording before it. My guess is Golden State's going to win. It wouldn't be shocking if Memphis, back at home, finds a way to win. They were 20-5 and this season without Ja. They could win. But Memphis has no chance of winning the series. None whatsoever. Not without Ja Morant the rest of the way. And my worry about Ja, and you and I were discussing this before, Demonze, about Ja versus Anthony Edwards, right? Right. I think Ja's better. And I think Ja's profile is even more elite than Anthony Edwards, who is an outstanding player. But Ja's body type and play style terrifies me. Right. He's always on the ground, and so much of his game has to deal with do with the fact that I think right now he's the single best active athlete in the NBA. Yeah, easily. And so when, when you're relying on that, if you lose a little bit of that and you just become one of the best athletes in the NBA, that hurts you. Right. And so... I know that seems not obvious, a great shooter. but well, so, and here's the other reason the injury concerns me. It, the b- bone bruise sounds like, yeah, what's that mean? Kendrick Nunn 
suffered a bone bruise last season. So not this season we just had last season. He signed with the Lakers this offseason. He missed the entire year with dealing with the bone bruise. Now, I don't think that's going to happen with Ja, but my point is this. He needs this summer. He's not a fully formed player. He needs the time to work on his shot and to work on his defense. Everyone's just crushing Luka for lackadaisical defense. Luka's a far better defender than Ja is. Ja's bad defensively, but he has a great defensive team around him, those other guys that can make up for it. So I this this injury plus the fact that he did the 20 and 5 without Ja sounds good, but it also means he missed 25 games this year. Yeah. So that part's concerning. So I'm rooting for Ja. Nobody want, you know, the pro, the comp Ja's always had is Derrick Rose. Well, Derrick Rose, it went sideways because of an injury. Now, obviously a far more devastating injury than this one, but I yeah. I I am a Ja stockholder, but there you do. I guess the question would be, is it possible that when his career's over, he's never better than he is right now? That's possible. That's usually not the case for a player as young as him, but with a guy that plays the way he does, that's got to at least be on the board. That part's concerning, and he must improve as a shooter because at some point the athleticism will wane a bit. Okay, what's next? 100%. Bucks Celtics. Oh yeah, that That's game's tonight. So, too. by the way, before I get into the question, yeah, you said that it'd be. You said that the Bucks would win in. Did you say five? Well, I before at the, at the beginning of the bet. Okay, so here's the deal. Before the playoffs, I said the Bucks would not face a game six the entire postseason. Okay, they would win every series in four. Well, or five. that's already happening. Oh, correct. However, before once Chris Middleton went down, I said Bucks in six. I said that's going to cost them one game. Instead of Bucks and five with Middleton, Bucks and six, Bucks and six still available to me. Celtics and six still available. Absolutely, and that okay. was what I said. And, and Chris Middleton's not coming back. So what? So what? So what? Yes, you said Celtics and six. I said Bucks and six. We'll see. Okay. Don't don't start Except, celebrating. Yeah, because no, I thought victory. you said five for a well, second. Well, I did say five initially, but then Chris Middleton got hurt. But okay. hey, this isn't about our bet yet. <laughs> okay. We got time on that. And game five's tonight. So game five, by the time people have seen this, will have already happened. We don't know what's going to happen, but what's going on? You predicted the Bucs would pull away in game four against the Celtics. Yeah. But Al Horford obviously had other plans. Yeah. Um, there's no sign of Chris Middleton coming back from this injury. Mm-hmm. Um, if they lose this series, do you think that they'll uh, you know, blame the injury or they'll make some serious changes? Oh, I think they'll blame the I, I don't think Milwaukee needs to make serious changes. You have Giannis, who seems to get better every year. Drew Holiday, I think, has been good in this postseason, even though he was bad in game four. We'll see how he is in game five. You guys will have already seen it. But it, it, losing to if they end up losing the series, which I do not believe they will, right. the Celtics, I think, are going to end up, the winner of this series, I think, is probably going to go to the finals. And if you lose to the, it's one thing if you're Brooklyn and you lose to Boston in four and you look like you're miles away from them. Right. If you lose a series in six or seven of Boston when Chris Middleton didn't play, I wouldn't. If I were Milwaukee, I would absolutely run it back. Drew Holiday's excellent. Chris Middleton be back. Giannis is still in his apex prime. You do small little tweaks like they did this offseason, bringing in Grayson Allen and move on from P.J. Tucker. But the idea that Milwaukee should blow things up would be insane. You know, the Lakers won the title in 2020, had a disappointing 2021, and then essentially blew it up. They, They traded all their role players for one big shiny star in Russ, and it led to disaster right. in 2022. Don't overreact 
to one postseason disappointment, especially when your second best player wasn't there. Now, the premise of the question that was flawed because Milwaukee's not losing the series. <laughs> even if they, even if when you have heard this uh, Thursday morning, they lost game five in Boston, which I don't think they will have. But even if, they, even if that happened, the Boston still would have to go to Milwaukee and win a game six or beat Giannis in a game seven, which I don't think is happening. All right, time for a game. Two wrongs, one right. Demonze, let's get going. Uh, two wrongs, one right. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Better quote, Draymond. This isn't the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm -hmm. Steph, I feel like we got traded to the Kings overnight. Yeah. Or Gobert saying that he would lock Shaq up. Well, Gobert's quote's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. So th th that one we're definitely crossing out. I mean, it's just, it, it's just so talk about a guy believing his own hype. Yeah, people need to watch. And you know what you should watch after the show? But I, because I bet you've never seen it. Sha Shaquille O'Neal Orlando highlights. So when Shaq was in Orlando, he was legitimately probably 70 pounds lighter than he was when he was winning titles with the Lakers. And his agility, like, just an unbelievable player. And then was even better with the Lakers when he was out of shape. So Gobert's is definitely wrong. Steph's isn't wrong, but it's not that interesting. He's just saying they felt like they had traded the Kings. So they played poorly because Mike Brown got named coach of the Kings. Then he had to coach him. The best one is the Draymond quote, because he's absolutely right. The Grizzlies were able to get away with playing bad basketball down the stretch of games in the final couple minutes because Minnesota was so, played such a dumb brand of basketball. Yeah. Golden State, on the other hand, knows how to execute at the end of these games. And they know how to flop in good times. Oh, okay, listen, that was it was a tough call. Yeah. The Desmond Bain foul is a tough call. But now that we know Jaws out for the series, I'm not as bitter about that call, even though I picked the Grizzlies. Because right. even if Memphis had won that game, they were going to lose the series. They're not beating Golden State. Or two out of three these out games of have not been blowouts. I know, <laughs> I understand, but I'm just telling you they, that's Draymond's point: is these games are going to be close, and Golden State's going to out execute them at the end. All right, what's next? Hundred uh, percent. Which rumor will come true? Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks, 49ers trade Jimmy G this summer, or Dallas gets a second football team? All right, Dallas definitely not getting a second football team, and I don't think Donovan's going anywhere. Here's the thing on Donovan that nobody's talking about. I, you know what? I shouldn't say nobody's talking about this. I think Zach Lowe might have mentioned this. It might have been Zach. Somebody, one, I've heard one person mention this, and when I heard him, I was like, exactly right. The All-Star game next year is in Utah. Utah is not trading Donovan Mitchell away before they host the All-Star game. They're just not. He's going to be the master of ceremonies. He's going to be the big hometown star. They're not trading him away before they host the All-Star game. Jimmy G is getting traded this summer, so that's the one that's happening. Donovan might become a Nick eventually, but it is not happening this summer. All right, what's last? Which trailer got you most excited? Top Gun, Maverick, yeah. Avatar 2, or the Game of Thrones prequel? Okay, I do not care about Top Gun, the first one or the second one at all. I'm a huge Tom Cruise fan. I'm not a big Top Gun fan. Not interested. Avatar... I liked the first Avatar just fine because the 3D was cool, but I'm not interested in that. The Game of Thrones prequel, I'm excited for. I don't really know. It's House of Dragons. I'm not sure. Why are you laughing? What's so funny? What's hey, so man, funny? Just none of these movies. I, not in Game of Thrones prequel. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never tuned into Game of Thrones. And that's the show that you and mom used to watch a lot in Houston. 
Yeah, it I'm was assuming. on for multiple years. Yeah, yeah it, no, it didn't have a great ending. I'm excited for it. I'm sorry, man. Everything can't be the critically acclaimed Walking Dead that you've watched <laughs> the entire series of multiple just, times. I actually just watched Avengers Endgame last night, so. Okay, all right, great. Yeah, uh, again, zombie shows and superhero movies, my apologies. Game of Thrones, on the other hand, is about dragons and wizards, and it's actually pretty dope. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in What's Right with Nick Wright podcast, episode 18. Like, rate, subscribe, review. Final segment, as we often do, I don't even know what we're talking about. Demonze, you said you had a bone to pick with me or something you want to discuss with me. So, Demonze, take it away. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty sad to see, but, uh, I mean, Dallas is kind of getting blown out. I mean, I guess they were getting blown out, but there was like three minutes left in the third quarter. Uh-huh. And then I forget, maybe it was like Devin Booker or... Yeah, Devin so Booker hit a three. It's a three, and yeah. then you just got up and went to bed. I, well, I just like, so I'll see you in the morning, buddy. Love you. Yeah, we were sitting right over there watching the game. It was tied at halftime. I was already, you know what? Full disclosure here. I was kind of pissed at you. And so I didn't want to hang out with you any longer. And the team was getting blown out. So here's the deal. Was it because I didn't go and pick mom up? Yeah, the it was because you didn't go and pick mom up from the airport. So here's the deal, man. That's so no, ridiculous. Yeah, so, so my wife came back from out of town last night. My wife, who also doubles as his mother, <laughs> came back from out of town last night. Her plane landed at 1045 at LaGuardia, which luckily is 15 minutes from her house, super close. That is right smack dab in the middle of the Mavs Suns game. And so I had mentioned to Demonze, like, hey, I might want you to pick your mom up from the airport so I can sit here, watch the game, tweet if I need to, be, you know what I mean? I'm at my battle station here. I got the computer, I got the multiple TVs. And Demonze was like, oh, okay, thank you. All right, BS. You don't, you don't want to send an Uber for her? <laughs> oh, and, my. Uh, BS. What? I said I'd do it. I said you I didn't would take seem her. happy I, about I, it. I, I mean, I probably didn't seem stoked about it, yeah. but like, I wouldn't have, no, I didn't care. And then when they got close to the time, I was like, mm -hmm. so what's the plan with mom? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. He said, what's the plan with mom? He did not say, all right, I'm going to go pick up mom. He said, what's the plan? First of all, I had no idea when she was even getting here uh -huh. until the Mavericks game you, was. Then how did you know it was close to the time? If you had no idea when she was getting there. Because, I mean, you, the Mavericks game was on okay. and you were saying that she was going to get picked up yeah. sometime during that. Yeah. All so, right, so. So, okay. So he then says, what's the plan? And I say, I'm going to go pick her up. And does he say, no, don't do that. You have a television show and a podcast, and this is your team for these playoffs. And No, well, instead I said, are you sure it's a close game? Yeah, that's and what he said. Just left. said, sure, it's a close game. I'm like, yeah, buddy, I got it. So I, I left right before halftime and I luckily got to the airport right as halftime ended. So I'm so, like, okay, I've got the game on my phone. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Got, got to the airport right as halftime ended. Or right before halftime ended, I should say. I'm watching it. Danielle comes out. I put her suitcase in the car. And I'm like, hey, you can drive. I got to watch the game. You know what your mom says? I don't really feel like driving. So now I've got to drive Sponge back. Bob. Now I've got to drive back. I, I'm listening to the game, but I'm not watching it. And, the, and uh, as I'm listening, the Suns are going on a run. I then get back in our in our, our living room to watch the end of the game with you. The sun, now the Suns are going on a massive run, 17-0. The Mavs are getting blown out. I'm upset. 
I feel like I don't really believe in superstitions. Yeah, I was just but it was bad same. juju. No. The whole thing. You didn't even really seem to care. You're like, ah, whatever. Who cares? I'm sure Dad lost thousands of dollars in sports credibility on this. Doesn't matter. Sometimes I feel like you like think that sitting in your chair and watching the game. Uh-huh. will like determine the outcome i the don't game. i don't actually think that but sometimes i have the feeling like it whatever if i was it is, sitting there they probably would have i don't know what would have happened man i don't know i know that i left and what was a tie game when i got up they're down 24 points and then i didn't couldn't stand to be around you anymore so i went upstairs and watched the rest of my bed that's what happened that's today's show